welcome nerds to go to there the weekly chronological journey through 30 rock looking at the jokes the references the highs the lows and all of the blurbs that come from one of the best shows of the 21st century i'm your host curtis stone and joining me is david amick and welcome to the second episode also called the aftermath uh, wherein this looks at basically the cause and effect of tracy jordan now joining the girly show and everything that the cast has to now realize what a movie star can really bring and a wacky mentally unsound movie star tracy jordan is well you say that but i think they give glimpses that he's a lot more grounded and smarter than anyone gives him credit for true but he just either chooses not to show that intelligence or like he shows it in uh, a different way just well they're just uh, he's mostly manic with flashes and brilliance yeah and we do sort of start to get the glimpses of the uh, elitist jenna starting to come out or the narcissistic more narcissistic jenna narcissistic yeah but um you know this episode goes by really quick and a lot happens but i feel like it's almost like it feels like it's 16 minutes versus 21 or 22 minutes of an episode i don't know it just there's a lot of great moments in it but it's almost kind of forgettable. Like, I kind of forget what happens in this episode. Yeah, I've always heard that the kind of old networks at come rule was after you make a pilot, you make the next few episodes. Basically, you make the pilot over just with slightly different details, but more or less the same thing. And it, it is sort of, you know, the pilot was introducing Tracy Jordan. This episode is still Tracy Jordan is having a lot of effects on everyone in the cast. Everyone is adjusting. So... It kind of, you know, it moves everything into place a little bit more, but it doesn't do that much in terms of some, you know, big plot development or anything. Yeah, like it's like an immediate sequel from the first episode where everything sort of makes sense how it's starting, but just the events that occur are just kind of, like I said, like I kind of forget about this episode and it's only the second episode. So this is where I was talking about like, I probably, I might have been more tempted to drop this show by this time because this just isn't a very eventful episode. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same when I was rewatching. I was like, well, this is okay, but nothing that would have really hooked me, I guess, if I were like watching, you know, sitting down every like week to week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To watch You're it. Like, oh, man. Like yeah. they started so strong. Like what happened that they, they sort yeah. of took a step well, back? I, I think that's just typical post pilot. You're still setting up the pieces. Like it, it, right. it takes, I mean, it usually takes at least half a season to yeah. a season for most comedies to gel yeah so no i i absolutely i mean parks and rec and office are really good that's true like i always say if anyone has never watched either of those shows just skip the first seasons you do not need to watch them there's nothing you learn in those first six episodes that you don't learn from starting in season two especially yeah. with the office i think parks and rec starts to get together at the end of its first season um but, but they sort of do like a recap well, they do a recap at the beginning of the third season that tells you everything you need to know about the show. Like, Mark Brandanowitz is out of the show by that time. And, yeah. like, he's completely forgotten, never talked about again, which I think that's probably more behind-the-scenes scuffle than anything. But we're not here to talk about Parks and Recreation. We're here to talk about 30 Rock. So we're going to hop into the aftermath, and we get the first, even though it's only the second episode, the first cold open of the entire show, which leads into the title card, which we finally get to see. I thought Tracy was getting here at noon. Movie stars move at their own pace, Liz. We have to accommodate them. Yeah, well, a lot of people are still upset about Tracy joining the show. No, that's not my problem. I have other things on my plate. You hear about that chemical factory explosion outside of Colorado Springs? No. Good. All right, yeah, well, I just think when it comes to this whole Tracy thing, it's best to tread lightly. No, no, no. No, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. stop. It's just us. Lemon, to tread lightly is your job. My job is to keep Tracy Jordan happy. So we can already see Jack is, is welcoming Tracy with gigantic open arms, uh, with a gigantic party celebration to welcome him to the girly show. Um, and then there's, it's just sort of like a running bit. Uh, a new person sort of enters the scene until Tracy. It's okay. Like it's, yeah. I mean, I it's, a, like it's a pretty runs. basic running gag. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's slightly amusing, yeah. but it's not. But, for, but uh, before Tracy reaches stage, he's got to walk into the studio itself. And it's already showing like his power and his just gravitas uh, immediately outshadows Jenna uh, amongst the tour groups. Yeah. Well, it, it's, this is really starting to play up Jenna's paranoia. 
showing that, you know, like she comes out and she's still welcome. I mean, she gets a good reception from the tour group and they're kind of excited to see someone who's a quote unquote TV star. Right. But it's the, it, it's basically it's, it's the first moment that her fears are really starting to be realized as soon as Tracy walks up, like everyone pays attention to him and she just is kind of sat back in the background no one cares about i'm gonna anymore. flash forward to a line she delivers later in the episode but that just confirms all my suspicions <laughs> like that's such a great line because it's just it's delivered so sincerely but dryly that it's, uh, it's almost yeah. easy to miss that's great studio 6h is where we do the girly show did y'all see tracy jordan make a special appearance the other night wasn't that exciting that is what we in the show business like to call a cameo hey this is the star of the girly show jenna maroney hi Thank you. How you feel, NBC Talk? Because you look good like a solid gold candy bar. <laughs> so then we get a cut to the writer's room, who have learned that Tracy's also coming on. And much like Tufer's rant in the first episode, he's still not sold on Tracy. And it's almost as if it's up to the writers uh, and then Josh to help convince Tufer that Tracy has some sort of comedic edge, that he can be funny uh, when he tries. But uh, you, you mentioned that they are watching a clip from the first episode of Jenna on YouTube, and it's just, I don't know, I guess YouTube has just changed so much. It's almost like when you see it from the past, it looks just like an off-brand YouTube. It doesn't look like this. This is actually what YouTube really did look like at one time. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's garish. But I mean... Even apart from that, because I mean, obviously, like websites go through design phases or whatever. But I mean, this this is probably one of the first times that YouTube was actually featured on major, you know, net, major media, major you know, yeah. television show or anything. Like now, now it's it's pretty much commonplace, you know, in movies and TV shows to it's to show how incorporated people's lives it is. But I mean, YouTube what started becoming big around well, oh six oh seven right yeah so it, it was it, really it just around was invented because of the Janet Jackson yep. nipple slip so yeah. that was earlier this year in two thousand in the two thousand that was yeah earlier year, in the decade so. that was earlier in the decade which I mean it really started coming to prominence around oh five and it had been bought by Google by this time I don't think so no I think that was a little bit farther down the road but I don't know it's just interesting that this was probably one of the first moments that it really gained legitimacy in the culture. Like, you know, right. when TV shows and stuff start showing you as a, you know, as opposed to, I will really show your brand, I guess, or random knockoffs. Like you have like, you know, obvious Google stand-ins or stuff and stuff like that. Like that's when you've made it. So this is probably around the first time that YouTube really like, I guess made it. Uh, it was created in 2005, February. Okay. Uh, Google bought it in November, 2006. So okay, this will be around the time so, this episode's airing. Yeah. Google's in process of buying uh, YouTube, um, mm. which, yeah. And has it reached a rule that, like, you can't say Google's name? I mean, I don't think at this point in television, but on TV now, mm -hmm. you if you use Google's name, you have to pay them something to say that? Because otherwise, you'll just hear search engine. Um, like I don't a, know. Like, Arrested Development had a running bit in their right. fourth season where they were talking about, we can't actually say the search engine's name. But you can search engine this term that we're describing. But it's like it's literally featured in the show. They have to blur everything out. Yeah. They specifically do not name drop Google. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I, I mean I don't really know enough about trademark law to know. I mean it could just be that usually when they use a off brand whatever made up thing, it's because if there's anything that could be associated negative with anyway, then right. they could get sued for, you know, imputing their brand or whatever yeah. I, I i don't know i don't know enough about it yeah i'm just, I'm just i was just always curious about that like when i don't hear anyone say like specific i mean like google has just become a verb like google is just something yeah, you yeah. do like it's it's obviously it's a brand but it's just you know go google that like that's a phrase that people say but anyway that's not what we're here for yeah okay i mean granted tracy jordan has some commercial <laughs> appeal but within his remunerative body of work there's just nothing of value what are you talking about did you ever see his stand-up Get up the butt, ladies! Get up the butt! This is it, I mean it. Here he comes. He's an imbecile. Well, he's our imbecile now.
Mr. Price has still got his shirt. Oh, there it goes. That's fantastic. You have to teach me that handshake one day. Listen, Tracy, if there's anything you need, anything, you come to me. Come on, Jack. Now you know I'm the kid. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Don't look at me. Do not look at me in the eyes. Do not look at Mr. Jordan. Do not look at him in the eye. Just look away. Also, the only interesting bit of trivia on IMDb about this episode was <laughs> about the part where Tracy tells the uh, producer, camera person, or whatever, not to look at him. Well, I think he's the composer. Compo- okay, I'm not. Well, he's, he's definitely the composer on the show on the yeah. show Thirty Rock. Yeah. Well, he's, he's Tina Fey's husband. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he says the only interesting. There's a few other tidbits of trivia, but none of them are interesting. No, they're just like they're facts that happen in the show, but not like facts like oh, Tracy Jordan also has a cat named Buttons. Like it's not trivia. It's just a fact of something that happens. That's not. Huh. I mean, trivia does not necessarily mean interesting trivia. It just means pieces well, of. Well, but it means like it things. means like something like a fact that ties into a real world, not just like this is a thing that happened. That's trivia. Like I don't know. I guess anyway. Yeah. So if you were going to check IMDb for any interesting trivia about this episode, the only interesting thing is that the composer is Tina Fey's actual husband in real, in real life, life, Jeff yeah. Richmond. Jeff Richmond. Yeah. Uh, and he's won a couple Emmys, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah he's uh, I think he's also the composer for Mean Girls as well. The, Probably the Broadway, I, the Broadway. Okay, yeah. He's. I mean, he. I, I know he's worked on several things that I'm pretty sure on, Kimmy so. Schmidt too. Yeah, yeah. So then we actually get a title card uh, of Thirty Rock, which it's it's fine. It's just a a big splash of all the actors. It's not really that great. You see it once. You've literally seen it 136 other times that the show's on. So or 35 because it wasn't one of the first episode. All right, so now Tracy's introduced to the studio and is now going to meet the writers in the writers' room as well as the other fellow actors and. Pete of the production team of 30 Rock and The Girly Show. Tracy, this is our producer, Pete. Hey! Hey, hey. You smoke weed, right, Pete? Uh, no. <laughs> Me neither. Me and you, Pete. Me and you. <laughs> Pete, good to see you. Is it? Oh, yeah. good. Good to see you, too, because that means I'm not fired anymore. I wasn't going to mention that, but I did, and now I'm talking about it. Relax your balls, Pete. So I, uh, for some reason, lines like that where it's a, it seems like such a TV thing, especially a TV comedy thing, where someone like says something, it's like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? Well, like it's, uh, I don't know, like that kind of like it's kind of like TV cliche writing that then no one really does in real life, but it, I don't know, it's always been kind of like one of my little pet peeves. Yeah, like it never comes back that he says that he doesn't really need to say that except for yeah. once and never continue harping because like that scene just goes on like that's the whole joke of the rest of that scene is just Pete being awkward about yeah. being fired and being brought back like it clear it 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 seems like Pete's already comfortable being back so and is this the first time he's seen Jack I guess since being brought back so this I mean, is the only time he's been able to mention it but yeah I've never liked that either because it's just like it it's a one layer joke. If you've seen it once, you've seen it yeah. enough. You don't really need to see it again. Yeah, it's just kind of filler lines. Yeah, like it's just it's a pointless line for the most part. I don't know because it, it that's not really typical of Pete's character either of being like awkward or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's not a great line. I agree. Hey everybody, Tracy Jordan's here. Just sit there. Come on, man. Give me some sugar. No, thank you. Well, if you ever want to piss off your parents, you come see me. Yeah, right this way, uh, Tracy. This is Tim Grandy. He's from Bowie, Maryland. Rachel Bay, she just got engaged. Josh Gerard, he got 760 on his SATs, graduated from SUNY Cortland. Frank Rossitano has every copy of Blacktail magazine ever published. J.D. Lutz, thyroid problem. James Spurlock, but we call him twofer, because with him you get a two-for-one. He's a black guy and a Harvard guy. Mm. And, of course, you know uh, Lennon. How did you do that? It's my job. Jerry from Set Design. Wally Q. Cards, Rupert Murdoch, Melinda Gates, Ziggy from the cartoon Ziggy, Anthony Pelicano, Heidi Klum, the guy that sleeps with Heidi Klum. 
Uh, is Anthony Pelicano? That's not a name we should know, right? No, I don't. I have no idea. I've never heard that name. I don't know if that's like an inside joke of someone that works on the show or that Alec Baldwin uh, personally knows. But yeah. and I would, I would, I'm gonna spell that the best way I can. Pelican with an O. Yep. Uh, it's a former high-profile L.A. private investigator. Oh, okay. So It's a showbiz insidery joke. Very. Uh, I'm sure he had some sort of famous... He was sentenced to 15 years in federal oh. prison in 2008. Oh. So it must have been something... So he's getting out in a few years? It must years. have been something that happened uh, around this time. Um, but my big takeaway from that is this is the second time, or second episode, Jonathan pops up and he still doesn't speak. So now I'm like really like... Going to pay attention, like, okay, when's the first episode that he actually speaks? So, Pelicano was formally arrested on additional charges in February 2006. Okay, so it would have been... on 110 counts. Wow. So, okay, so it was around this time. So maybe it was just, like, something that was in the headlines around the time this was made that we would have maybe known about back then, but... Apparently, um. he just, uh, he accessed confidential records on many celebrities. So maybe Alec Baldwin's affected. So uh. maybe that's the bit. Like, he's... It's a meta gotcha. joke. I'm gonna get a joke. I'm gonna get a joke about my network show about you, you jerk. Uh, but yeah, this is the first and only time we get names for some of these writers. Yeah. Obviously, Twofer will come back. Frank will come back. Josh will come back. But the first two that are introduced never are named again. I was gonna say I, I didn't remember them at all, but I couldn't remember if they just didn't show up, if like they, they weren't in future episodes, or if I just didn't remember. I know the the first guy shows up again at least one more time in a future episode. He's the guy that uh, when they start seeing they can take advantage of Liz uh, on getting the show done, he's like, I've got a sinus thing. Like he gets out of work that way. And then the lady writer, um, she's in one or two more episodes of at least the first season. But I don't know if we actually ever yeah. see them again. But uh, and Lutz, Lutz is also introduced. I don't yeah. think he has a single line this episode either. But he's just a character, like, or he's not at this point. He's just an actor. He's not the the Lutz that we yeah. that we'll eventually know. Let me just say I'm excited to be here. It's an honor for you to meet me. I got a lot of characters. I'm ready to bust out. Got a character named Biscuit. Write that up. Got another character named Rolando, who's a two-foot-tall Spanish hustler. Glasses, I want you to write that one. Got another character named Ching Chong, who loves to play ping-pong. I just made that up right now, because that's how I flow. Now, I'm up for anything. Well, I thought uh, me and you could play Seinfeld and Bill Cosby. No, I don't like that. Now, this is pre-Cosby allegations that's of true. the modern times. He yeah. had been, uh, there have been allegations in the 90s and early 2000s, I think, but... Yeah, well, I think it's one of those things where there's been, yeah, whispers and stuff, like, on and off throughout time. But, yeah, this was definitely before everything blew up. I think that they... I know they they drop a Harvey Weinstein joke in one of the later seasons, but I don't think they make another Cosby joke about that um, in 30 Rock. But Hannibal Burris, who works on 30 Rock, is the one that sort of reignited all of that uh, in the last couple of years, so... Wasn't there something? Because, like, I feel like I remember around the time all all the Cosby's started happening, like... There was like some clip from Thirty Rock. I don't know what season or what episode of like. You might be right because like there was like a running trend because like the, the Weinstein thing came out too and it was like Tina Fey knew or whatever because like that was like a, like uh, a mini trend for a little bit of just things from Thirty Rock corresponding to people who were outed as bad behavior and yeah. illegal behavior. Yeah, you you might be right. I'm, I'm sure we'll yeah. discover it eventually. So with uh, Tracy's introduction and celebration, Jenna's starting to feel a little bit left out of the party. How you doing? There is no way I am working with that guy. Do you know that he once got arrested for walking naked through LaGuardia? Yeah. And that he once fell asleep on Ted Danson's roof? Yeah, Tracy has mental health issues. He bit Dakota Fanning on the face. So what's interesting about this scene is (coughs) Jenna is specifically reading the tabloids to find information about what's going on, and that actually will pay off at the end of the show in a interesting way right. that it kind of brings it all back around. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I never caught that. In my I didn't think about it till right now, but but it does make sense because I'm pretty sure there's a ton of celebrities on Jenna's level. Let's say she's like a C level or a C list yeah. actress that are reading the tabloids potentially for more dirt on their quote-unquote rivals as well as just is anyone talking about me have i done something so outrageous that 
I'll get some sort of news because that is sort of what comes back into play mm-hmm. near the end. Yeah, it's it's really starting to set up her right her narcissism like because just seeing this like you're thinking oh she's just seeing what's you know right but what she's getting on Tracy but but why would she have those magazines other yeah than for those reasons yeah and then so when when we get to the end we'll uh, it all that's makes sense off, yeah. yeah when you hear his version she was kind of asking for it I I can't even believe that you are doing this to me. Listen, I understand that this is tough for you, okay? But what did I tell you? Not to freak out. Right, and what else? Stop falling in love with gay guys. About this. That you're looking out for me, but it doesn't seem... Jenna, I'm your friend. I'm not going to let anything happen to you, okay? The show's called The Girly Show, and you are the girl. (laughs) Nothing is going to change that. Okay. How about that foreshadowing of, like... Five seconds. <laughs> well, I don't even know if it's foreshadowing. It's just, I think it was just the immediate joke setup. Now, last episode, I asked you, like, have there ever been mid-season changes of casts? And, yeah, like, the more I thought about it, yeah, like, especially with SNL, mid-seasons, yes, there's been replacements. I don't think, like, four episodes in, there's ever been characters literally added. They were maybe supposed to be on, but that was when they introduced whatever. But has literally a show ever changed name in the middle of, middle of its run? Not like a season ended. Yeah. And it like I know Aqua Teen for whatever reason has changed its name twice from Aqua Teen Hunger Force to Unit Patrol Squad to Aqua Teen Hunger Force Forever, whatever the last season was called. But in the middle of a season, has a show ever changed its name? I mean, there's gotta be at least yeah, I, I, probably not recently though, because I, I I mean not even just not mid season, but in the middle of run. Because I remember when Cougar Town was on, there was after the second or third season when it had really gone so far away from the initial premise of, you know, the whole older woman cougar thing. Like, there was a lot of talk about, oh, the Lawrence, I think, was a showrunner. They might change the title and all that, but they never did. And that's the only show that I can even remember anything. Technically, there is a German, I think it's German show, called Deutschland. The first season was called Deutschland 80. It's on Amazon Prime. The second season was just called Deutschland 83. So it's a n- not a massive title change, but it's some. I mean, it it's roughly it like different time. The same period, characters so. and everything. Just, I I don't know enough about it. Like no. it's it's definitely a same. It, it's it's a direct follow up to the same storyline. Um, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's like the same actors and characters or some of the same. Or is it like Saved by the Bell and Saved by the Bell New Class, where it's just like the same setting essentially, or like Degrassi, like Degrassi and Degrassi Next Generation, like same school setting, but just different time period yeah i think well i I think it's looking at cold war era germany or something so just it's looking at a few years down the road after that and that's not even a big name change yeah that's pretty logical right yeah so like that that i wouldn't count as a name change in the sense that like in the middle of a show that is still currently airing they change the name of the show i can't think of that ever happening and it also like could you do that like in terms of like dvrs and and the way people ingest media like if you change the name of a show mid-season what is that going to do to disrupt like Nielsen ratings and all of yeah. that? Can you even, you probably couldn't even do that. Well, d- d- yeah, I'm trying to think well, what that makes me think of is with Netflix, how they, what they've been doing that I find weird. So nailed actually two shows that are come out recently, nailed it and black mirror, both the nailed it holiday edition and Bandersnatch were released under totally separate feeds from their normal show run, which it's, it's not exactly a name change. It's kind of like a different. It's just like a standalone. If right. I can, if I can use anime terms here, it would be like an OVA where it's tied into the original property, but it's a standalone, usually filler or or not exactly tied to anything. But yeah, which I don't know. Like, I just I would love to understand their logic behind it because I mean, if I'm a nailed it fan and I watched the first couple of normalcies that came out, you know. I don't necessarily, if I haven't heard there's a nailed it holiday, I may not, maybe, maybe it'll pop up on my list of what new shows or any whatever, but you know, if it doesn't, like, it seems like it would, it would make more sense to put it. I, I guess I, I, they surely have a reason for doing it. It's just, I, I really am curious to know what it is because it doesn't seem to, because that's a situation where, you know, I, I mean, if you're already watching nailed it and you have regular nailed it on your list, are you going to randomly search for nailed it just to see if there's any other versions like probably not you know like and, and maybe you heard about it because you, you you saw an article or you, you know so well, like why couldn't it, you just go back to the original yeah nailed it and then like it's a special rather yeah. than like a standalone separate it's a nailed it holiday is the is what they called you know yeah that i don't like version. that but, but it's got to be something part of like just netflix's current landscape of 
let's just throw everything out there and make it sort of not standalone, but you know, yeah, to just sort of have more real estate on the page of having a standalone. That's true. It does put more Netflix. It does make me Netflix originals are taking up more space on your right on your list of shows. But still, I don't know. I, I it'll be interesting to to see if that's something they continue to do or they find that it it's m- m- and like more people aren't finding those. Extras. Because they're not attached to the yeah, because they, they don't even they're not even aware of it. Well, at least they out. haven't done it a lot though, because like, right, yeah, not a ton. Yeah. but I mean, none of their other originals have had like a spinoff thing that they would they would necessarily. Oh, you know what like, I saw? Like, Remember Mirrors Bojack's movie. Christmas special a few years ago? That's under its own. That's no. under the regular Bojack feed. That's under. Oh, wow. I don't think I've even seen that. Oh yeah, yeah, it came out because if it was not, it came out around the Christmas the after the first season came out. So like four years ago. Yeah, I would have completely missed. I well, I did completely miss it because you didn't. The only reason why I knew about it was that I saw an article around the time oh, that wow. said, you know, yeah, that's a bad idea. Session, so. I don't like that idea. Yeah. So I guess they have been doing it for a while, but hmm. I don't know. Actually, didn't wasn't the, was the Neo Yokio Christmas special? Was that a, like Agretzko oh, was under a separate Agretzko one too? Agretzko was Neo yeah. Yokio, I think was. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't like that. At least with Arrested Development, when they did the recut, they didn't do a separate billing of that show. But for whatever reason the recut became the default and if you wanted to find the original you Mm. had to go in like the extras and it was like a drop down menu of finding them it's like an odd like what if i didn't like the original but what if there was a hair up my ass i was like i'm just gonna go watch the original again i wouldn't know where to find it yes like they don't give you direction where to find it either i don't know anyway so we digress yeah we digress but that's probably what will happen a lot um Tina delivers her line. Show's not going anywhere. It's always going to be... Yeah, they know. That's a savvy audience. They know. Uh, delivers the line. The girly show's going nowhere. So I like how they have her randomly sitting on just the end of Tracy Jordan with like no reference whatsoever. Yeah, like, like, it makes it actually funny. She's like she's sitting there. Like if, if you don't watch, you have no you don't have no idea who this random woman is. Like why she's sitting there. And then Josh isn't even featured at all, which I guess is foreshadowing of how his character is basically treated yeah. throughout the entire run of the show. Yeah. No one really cares about him. I think he's gone by the third or fourth of the season. Yeah, he's gone by like the second. And I think he makes like a couple sporadic appearances. He comes back in the force for like one day. Yeah. I don't think we ever see him again. But it's funny, like they don't even have like him. Ran- they didn't have his face like randomly off in the yeah. background or anything. Just like no, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, like he's just not part of the show. Yeah. Which is funny because like in the first episode, he talks about like Josh was, you know, he has a part of the demographics. Like he attack, he attracts something, but just I guess not enough to be on the posters or uh, it's just, maybe it's just poor branding. But I like that the biggest screen is that it's. Kenneth holding a picture of Tracy like it's nothing to do with, I guess maybe because she's not part of the picture yeah. is maybe why it's a, it's a bigger screen how could you change the name of my show without telling me the girly show is now TGS with Tracy Jordan it tested very well with the focus groups if you say you like it you could have some pizza do people like pizza I am 99% sure that is how all focus groups go is it's literally just bribery to get something made, to get something past that stage. Yeah. Just say that you like it and we'll give you whatever you want. Yeah. One time, I don't know, it was a long time ago, um, we took a family vacation to Las Vegas. It was sometime in the summer. Anyway, we were, I remember we were walking along the strip and there were like people who were producers or something with the CBS network and they were getting people in. So like it, it was, I guess, before the, se- the upcoming season or whatever. So they were doing pilot testing. So like they pulled our family into a room to watch a pilot. It was some CBS procedural. Like I remember it was a law procedural. Did it ever get and picked actually, up? Actually, yes, it was picked up and it aired for at least a couple seasons. I can't, I can't remember what it was called. Aww. But like if, 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 if I saw a reference to it, I would remember. Right. But I, I just remember like watch, watching the pilot and my sister and I were young so they didn't let us fill out like the forms to mm-hmm. give us a pressure. But like, I remember my parents getting like this packet of papers and like with all these like questions, like they had to rate like the characters, write down their thoughts, like a whole bunch of different. We they we didn't get a whole pizza and they they didn't. Uh, they, 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 we, we, yeah, we didn't get. Food. You probably got compensated. I think we got right? something. I can't remember yeah, exactly. What I feel it like was. they would have compensated the but, parents for something. Yeah, Maybe, I, I know like, we got fifty bucks or like yeah. casino 
but honestly, it was it was basically like that. It was a room. It was like rows. It was one big TV in the front, and like and and you know some rows of tables and like chairs, like kind of like a school room. I and mean, like again, I've basically all. I'm so jealous because I would have. I would love to be part of a. Fo- <laughs> I would do a focus group all day if you, you paid me enough. Even for CBS procedural? No, 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 not anything but CBS. I would do a focus group for anything but CBS shows, or especially procedurals. But. That's so. That sounds so fun to me, and I've never. I don't know. I've just never been lucky enough to be selected. The most I'd get are well, like go to Las Vegas and walk yeah. up another strip before and pilot season, and they might pull selected. you in for some show testing. Yeah. Wow, that's so funny. But every focus group I've ever seen, sort of homaged or parodied on TV, it's that. Like it's like two way mirror glass and just like a row of chairs and tables, and it's just a. Uh, like one of those old real TVs you would get in elementary school (laughs) and they're like watch this and tell us what you think and I'm just curious how much feedback actually gets put in to uh, the next writing stage or the next stage of whatever I don't know but I would love to find out if I could ever just one focus group I could die happier you need to tell Jenna that this whole thing was your idea and that I didn't know anything about it and that she should be mad at you, not me. Oh, sure. Then we could sit around and braid each other's hair until we get our periods at the same time. Look, Lemon, you're a supervisor. These people are not your friends. Yes, they are my friends. No, they're your employees. Well, one of my employees is extremely mad at me. Will you talk to her? No, because then you're not going to learn anything. You have to manage these people, Lemon. It's your show. You have the tools. Now get out there and build the house, add on the pool, and throw yourself into the deep end. What if I can't swim? Then I'll do what my father did when I was two. Lure you to the edge of the pool with a puppy and push you in. Yikes. Fine. I'll figure it out. We're going to be shooting some promos in an hour underneath the new sign. So have your people write some stuff. So I said, Rick. This chick's got an Adam's apple. And Rick said to me, I'll never forget this. He said, Freaky Dickies need love too. Freaky Dickies need love too. Charming. So, how you doing over there, Theo Huxtable? I'm doing good. Uh Uh-uh. Superman does good. You doing well. (laughs) You need to study your grammar, son. Wow. That was embarrassing for you. I That's one of the few things, of, well, one of the many things of 30 Rock I've taken away. And I know you can use good in that sense occasionally. It's, but predominantly you would use well it's to, because, to because describe yourself. Gra- <laughs> if we want to be a grammar well, lesson. Grammar lesson, oh yeah, no. Because well is an adverb, so you are well. It, you know, it, it good is an adjective, so yeah, you have to describe it. R is the verb. Right. So you have to describe verbs with adverbs. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, I don't like being a douche uh, to people when I hear them say, oh, I'm doing good. Because it's just like, it just, but in my mind, that just starts screaming. It's just like, that's wrong. It's just, it's yeah. not. Well, also, right also I find that really funny, though, because Cooper's whole character is built around, like, how pretentious and smart he is. It's like, so he's so pretentious, but he doesn't know, like, basic tenets of grammar. So, I mean, it's, it's I mean, that's the right. joke, but still, yeah. it's, it's pretty funny. And he sort of, it looked like he either tensed up or, like, he he sort of shot up almost in, like, an air of superiority to answer back and still got it wrong. Yeah. So, it's just like, yeah. Eh. But that's obviously playing to that character. Yeah. And now we get to the... The promo edition, which is this is uh, sort of the start of one of the Thirty Rocks bits of just uh, continuous takes without interruption, and they just get worse as it goes on, and it never really gets better. <laughs> I don't even have lines in these promos. It's all Tracy. He doesn't even mention me. I'll fix that. Just stay calm. Stay calm. They've changed the name of the show. You said that you were looking out for me. I am. I will handle it. Let me. Let me. Can I be real with you? Yeah. I haven't had a real job in like two years. I'm not used to all these, all these cue cards and all of that. Nah, don't worry about the cue cards. Look, you have two lines. You say, hi, I'm Tracy Jordan. I'm bringing the black back to NBC. I'm proud as a peacock, baby. You don't even need these. You're right. I got this. Thanks for looking out for me, Lemon. I'm gonna crush it. Show these people how a movie star does it. A little to your right, Tracy. 
Okay, here we go. In three, two. Hi, I'm Tracy Joy, and I'm bringing the black back to NBC, and I'm proud as a peacock, baby. That's great, Tracy, but it's peacock. What'd I say? Peacock. Peacock. Think peacock. Right, Jenna? So it's really interesting that he says her name there because it almost it sort of sets him up as he's more devious mm-hmm. than the show ever explicitly lets right. on or yeah like there, there's some him. sort of maybe potential malicious intent yeah and then, as as you can see yeah. through the rest but of also the like Josh isn't part of these promotions. promos again yeah. like part of the show tested well not mentioned in these promos at all not shown but like he's there like he's on set yeah. Not, well, not mentioned. getting meta, I'm assuming it's because his character didn't test well with the 30 Rock <laughs> to test audiences. Yeah. In three, two. Hi, I'm Tracy Jordan, and I'm bringing the black back to NBC, and I'm proud as a peacock, baby. Okay, thank God. That, that time I think you may have hit it a little bit too hard. Uh, also, can you throw Jenna's name in there for me? In three, two. Hi, I'm Tracy Jordan, and I'm bringing the black back to NBC. Right, Jenna Mulvaney? Maroney, rhymes with baloney. Here we go. In three, two. Hi, I'm Tracy Jordan, and I'm bringing the black back to NBC. And I'm proud as a peacock. Right, my baloney? Nope. In three, two. Hi, I'm Tracy Jordan. I'm black, NBC. Very proud, like peacocks. Right, Janet? I think we got it. I think we got it. It's just, yeah, and I think when Liz does say, hey, mention Jenna, he gives her, the, he gives Jenna this look like, yeah. don't, don't, no, <laughs> know your place, like, don't, don't step. So Jenna's none too happy with the promo shoots. Hey, that was beyond insulting. The guy doesn't even know my name. Why do you love him so much? No, 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 no. I don't love him. Donaghy loves him. That's it. Pete can't stand him. Tooper thinks he's an idiot. Even Cerise says he's a pig. Frank likes his movies. Yeah, Frank also loves that video of the monkey smelling his own butt. Hmm. Nobody wants Tracy Jordan here except for certified, non-genius Jack Donaghy. Sorry to interrupt, Miss Maroney, but the sound guys want their microphone back. So everyone can... Hear everything you're saying, yes, ma'am. Oh, my God, I didn't use the N-word, did I? Oh, no, 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 Miss Maroney, you did not. Oh, good. I mean, I never would. Jenna, take the mic off! Sorry. I just love that that's the first thing Jenna thinks is, did I say the N-word? But it's so on brand for that character, though. Oh, she absolutely has said it before. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. So now Liz has to apologize to Tracy for her, I mean, on point uh, notes to Jenna, but, you know, to to save the show and the, the rest of the cast, she has to find that happy medium of keeping both of her stars happy. Lunch break. That's a lunch break. Back in 30 minutes. Tracy, uh, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings before. Please, you can't hurt me. I just stand up on the road. Crowd once threw a motorcycle at me. Good, because, you know, I'm just trying to calm Jenna down because she's kind of paranoid and neurotic, and your being here is just bringing out all of her crazy. And please don't think that everyone hates you, right? Pete thinks that everybody's an idiot, especially Frank who is an idiot. Josh is just jealous because you're gonna get more screen time than him, and you know, Tufer's just afraid of black people. Which one is Tufer? The black guy. Hmm. You know, my point is, you know, don't worry about them. You are the only person that the network cares about. Miss Limit, I just wanna let you know, you're on the monitors right now. Everyone can. Hear you and see you, yes ma'am. Son of a mother! Paranoid? Well, that just confirms all my suspicions. Sorry, everybody. So Liz doesn't learn her lessons. Liz never learns her lessons. That line he says, I did stand up on the road. I know in comedy terms, that means you went around the country. But I think in Tracy Jordan's world, I think that literally means he stood in the road doing comedy at people. (laughs) And they threw a motorcycle at him. That's what I think that joke is. I don't think you can read it for Tracy Jordan any other way. than He literally just stood in a road and did comedy. That sounds about right, yeah. So now Liz has to apologize for the third time to her staff, who treat her not well. I just love that. I don't know what it is, the last thing that's chucked at her. Uh, a typewriter, a printer, a computer. I don't, but it's just this loud thud. And her response of, nothing that, 
nothing that plugs in you guys nothing that could really hurt me like it, just, it sounds so honest like it sounds like she didn't know that was coming hey buddies all right i deserve that but i didn't say anything about you guys that i wouldn't have said to your faces fine the important thing is don't take this out on tracy that dude sucks okay are we gonna talk about this like adults or are you just gonna throw things at me you guys nothing that could really hurt me and to appease everyone liz now has to talk to tracy and his immediate response it's just this is what tracy already is but just what he becomes in every episode going forward it's just it's perfect it's such a great delivery we gotta do something let's crash my car to see if the airbags go off <laughs> i'm talking about first everybody is mad at us mostly mad at you yeah, well, that's because Donaghy threw me into the deep end of a pool that I didn't even want to build in the first place. Look, I'm just saying, we both screwed up today. I think we should make nice and buy everybody some pizzas and some no, soft no, no, drinks. No, 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 no. This is what we're going to do, Lemon. You're going to get everybody on my yacht, harbor cruise, drinks, togetherness. That's great. You have a yacht? I got a yacht. I got a solid gold jet ski, two Batmobiles, the AIDS monkey's bones. I got a... That's all uh, improv. Like, really. That wasn't written into the script. Like she, like Tina Fey, I think she talked about this either in Bossy Pants or like a interview or something. She's talking about like we had to end the scene and he just starts rambling stuff off, but it fits the character. <laughs> like the AIDS monkey's bones. Yeah. Like of course you have those. So we get a joint venture on the boat with the cast of the crew and the writing staff on Tracy's yacht. I guess the what's that? What's that cliched? Smooth sailing ahead. Is that the the joke? I guess. What's the What's the alternative to that? Rough seas Rough ahead. Rough seas or something? Yeah. Rough seas ahead! <laughs> Welcome! Welcome to your fantasy! We're both hosting. The ice cream bar was my idea. This is surprisingly tasteful. Oh yeah, I've taken this boat many places. Miami, Tokyo, Denver. Hey, what does that mean, Avante Domani? What? The name of the boat. Oh, that's Spanish for remember your mother. No, no I don't think it is. Avanti Tamani, do you know what that means? No. It's Italian. It means forward tomorrow. Ah. There you go. <laughs> Fun fact. So, then, so I, I thought maybe it would tie into the show, and, and, but that's not no, really... It's just... No, it's not, it's not really... Oh, it's not as fun. No meta joke, no. No, just... It's Italian. Now we get a first look at... I don't think it was focused on or talked about at all but jenna's musical talent like she can sing yep. she's a singer i hear you sing i didn't know that why don't you sing something for me oh no nobody wants to hear that i do some folks like to get away take a holiday from the neighborhood hop a flight to miami beach or to hollywood let's get out of here that's a real song. That's a real song. Yeah, it's uh, it is. It's it's either an old standard for like some old Broadway show or something, which is very on brand for for whatever her reason, character. Dion Warwick pops into my head. It could be. But I don't know. I don't know what song that is. Um, New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. Oh Jesus! Duh, that's embarrassing. Not really. I don't know enough about Billy Joel. Yeah. It's a Billy Joel song. Oh. uh... Then we get the second Rachel Dratch cameo of the season uh, as we start to learn more and more about this yacht. and It hasn't aged well. It, yeah, it's, it's, not a, it's, it's really not a great joke on any level, uh, but it definitely is not great in terms of whitewashing uh, actors and actresses. So. I don't know if whitewashing, I think it's just in poor taste. Well, <laughs> all of the above, A, B, and C, and D, and E. well right it has to it has to go well relax everybody's having a great time how's jenna furious and drunk but at least she's getting along with tracy well he does know how to throw a party i think we're ever gonna leave the dock i don't know the engines have been running for like three hours hey hey grizz grizz don't wreck this boat grizz is driving the boat don't worry he was in the navy <laughs> 
Tracy, thank you so much for doing this. You totally saved me. You don't have to thank me, Lemon. We're a team now. Like Batman and Robin, like chicken and a chicken container. <laughs> hey, where's your bathroom? Second door on the right. just happened in like those three minutes of them being on the yacht three to four minutes of them being on the yacht like it just the ending doesn't feel like earned it just feels like so much happened they're like the next day and then boom credits, yeah well i think the, i think the point is it kind of resolves the main conflict of the episode which is Liz is having trouble managing all of her employees and getting tracy on board and kind of I don't know. The, the the yacht scene is kind of brings it all together where they're kind of all okay with each other now. Like I, obviously there'll still be problems down the road, but it, it kind of resolves the main issue, which is that now everyone feels a little bit more comfortable. Like Jenna is still obviously we still know she has a paranoid streak, but she's more okay with him. The writers were impressed by him. I mean, even though of course they, you know it wasn't his boat or whatever, but really that's just Tracy's character. So right. I, I think it resolves it in terms of making everyone work together just a little bit better. Yeah, I guess, like, it just shows that, like, Liz has been trying to be the middle ground the best she can, but Tracy is really just so bizarre that she can only do so much, I guess, yeah. Good morning. Morning. Okay, you were right. I'm sorry? I can't do this. I can't manage these people. It was a disaster. What are you talking about? Everybody loved your little lemon party. First lemon party reference. First lemon party reference, and it's not even the good lemon party reference, but it, I, yeah, that one's easy to miss. That's a really yeah. easy lemon party joke to miss. If you don't know what that is, don't Google it. <laughs> uh, just have your friends explain it to you. Nothing brings a team together like a harrowing experience. You pulled it off. Really? They bonded. Good job. Okay. I guess now I just have to read about how Tracy Jordan tried to steal a boat. No, I took care of that. The Peabody's will be getting some free rides on the NBC jet. There won't be anything in the papers at all. Really? What about this? Well, I had to give them something. Ugh. Don't worry, she's gonna love it. That's just insulting. Liz, Liz, did you see me in the post? Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. Look how thin I look. And look how many emails I've gotten. It's not even 8 a.m. in L.A. Should I call Stern? You're welcome. So there's the payoff from her looking through the tabloids earlier. Now she's in one, and she's super excited about it. The only thing, though, that plays weird is that if Jenna and Liz are supposed to have been friends for so long, like, it seems weird that Liz... I, I mean, I realize because, you know, Liz is, is very feminist or whatever, that, that she'd be like, oh, that's insulting. And it is it is insulting, but she would also know as Jenna's friend for so long that Jenna would totally be excited about that kind of attention and, you know, would be excited to be on page six or whatever it was. True, but the joke doesn't work if, if Liz isn't the audience and isn't, you know, isn't self-aware to how narcissistic Jenna no, is. No, I know. So yeah, like, yeah. I know. But yeah, you would think, like, especially if they, they've come up together she would already know, like, Jenna would be loving this as opposed to, yeah. um, uh, yeah. But, yeah, like, I mean, that's, like, that's, that's the end of the episode. It just, it feels, it feels short to me. I guess maybe as, as packed as the first episode was compared to just sort of how relatively sparse this episode is, it just doesn't feel like a full 30 Rock episode. But it's still fine. Like, I think I enjoy it, uh, enjoy it better than I think I do. Uh, it's just I don't have fond memories of it until I'm watching it, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, like there's there's enough in here that it's like, okay, this is better than I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, there are a couple of funny moments, but in the can of Thirty Rockets, you know, it's it's it's, it's still early on. I mean, right? It's they're still, still, still finding, they're still finding their tone, yeah, right. their voice, their tone, and yeah, 
moving, you know, the characters into places where, we, I mean, we're still early on, you know, that there hasn't even been really an episode. Tracy makes that brief cameo at the end of the first episode on the actual TGS, but they still haven't had an actual episode of TGS with him on it. So we're, we're still working towards yeah, that. Yeah, I this think point. Uh, a few episodes we'll get that. I don't know yeah. when we actually get skits, but yeah, yeah. it's coming. So, but yeah, that's the second episode. Uh, one of the weakest episodes, I think, of the first season, uh, if not the whole show, honestly. But okay, it has its moments. It, it has, has its moments. moments. It's it's important. Like what here does matter. But yeah, again, if I was watching this like week to week, this would just be a week episode. I'd just be like, eh, mm-hmm. all right, no thanks. But uh, yeah, final thoughts. I think we just got them out of the way. Um, I am looking forward to the next episode. Oh, the next episode's a good one. This is a good episode. Blind date is really good because uh, it really started. Uh, there's a lot of bits in this in that episode that still run through my mind and also as a 30 year old person i think about a lot well i don't remember any of it so i will look forward to watching it it's a gay date it's the gay date one Uh, it gets set up with uh wow homosexuals existed in 2006 well lesbians did oh okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh as always thank you for joining us on go to there uh i'm curtis that's david See you guys next time. See you next time. And as always, if you'd like to donate, we have the coffee website, ko-fi backslash go to there. You can donate uh, if you like the show. You can leave comments, all that fun stuff, just letting us know what you like, you don't like, what we should change, do more, whatever. We'll listen to feedback. We love it. Uh, we are now, uh, I'm trying to get us on Stitcher as of this, but we are on iTunes now. We're actually- It's Apple Podcasts. Oh, shit. That's a difference. <laughs> Uh, we're on Spotify now, which apparently you can put podcasts on Spotify, so that's a thing. Um, oh, yeah. Interesting. So we're doing it big, I guess. As big as you, as big as you can get at two episodes in. I don't know. Woo! But uh, the main thing really will be, like, feedback. Uh, iTunes ratings and, and not even – you don't necessarily do reviews, but, like, ratings are really what's going to help in the long run of just helping us be a mainstay or whatever, so. They've heard podcasts before. I know, know, but this could be someone's first podcast (laughs) ever, and I hope to God it's not. But, you know, they don't know the rules of the podcast. So we thank you, and we'll see you at episode three, Blind Date. Bye. Confirms all my suspicions.